0: Welcome to the old-school meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 630 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. My name is Bill and I am a compulsive overeater. And, uh, I got, I always liked food. Uh, I found a baby book at one point and, uh, my father had written in it, uh, boy, can he eat? And I, I ate and I ate sugar. In fact, sugar was my favorite. I was the kid who put sugar on his sugar frosting flakes because they weren't sweet enough. And, uh, I, I, I had a lot of cavities <laughs> as, a, as a young kid and, uh, then I, uh, as I got older, I, uh, went through periods where I was bigger and where I was smaller and, uh, and, and it was, it was up and down back and forth and, uh, uh, I did this, uh, but each time I get, would get weight and heard this story before, it would get more and more and more. And finally, when I found the program, uh, I was at my top weight at that point. And uh, it was well over 200 pounds. So I, yeah, let me tell you why I found the program, because it was, uh, Again, I think it was something that my, it was my higher powers doing, although I, I wasn't willing to admit it at the time. Uh, I started having dizzy spells when, when I was, uh, living in a small town in Ohio. And I've had those dizzy spells, uh, sometimes attacking when I was driving. There was times when I had to pull over to the side of the road and get out and walk around, uh, in order to uh, get
1: Get on, get on track
0: again. And I knew that something was wrong, but I wasn't sure what. And so I, I went to a series of doctors and I ended up back at one doctor who, who ran a glucose tolerance test. And he told me, you know, uh, you're not diabetic yet, but uh, you will be if you keep doing what you're doing. And what he suggested was that I lose weight. And that I relieved some stress that I was under, because I was in a job that was very stressful, there was no question about it uh, they so he gave me this drug company food plan for losing weight, and he gave me a prescription for Valium to deal with the stress and and uh, I very dutifully started following the drug company food plan and taking my valium and uh, and, and yet there seemed to be something that was missing and I happened to read in, this, in the town newspaper that there was a group of Overeaters Anonymous that was starting. And I thought, oh, this is great. I've always been good in groups. And, and it would be wonderful to be able to share with people who are also trying to lose weight. And, and, and I, I, I thought, uh, and the other thing is it's anonymous. And this is a small town. And, and there's lots of people here who know who I am. And I would really like I'd like to, to find out that I that I am weak enough to need to get help with losing weight. And so I called the number that was that was in the paper, and as it turned out it was somebody I knew. And so that went my anonymity. And and I I've always been sort of shy about about being open uh in terms of my Of my of who I am, but uh, over time it it became less and less. And so you see, I've got my full name on uh, on the screen here, and uh, and I'm happy to be here. This was 1977 when I was first diagnosed, and I've been abstaining ever since 1977, uh, and doing imperfect recovery uh, that I keep learning and keep growing and and keep changing as part of. So, I went to my first meeting, and it was maybe six, seven, eight people, all women except for me, and they, uh, my friend was actually an alcoholism counselor, and she got, uh, a, a very, a longer, long timer in AA to come and speak to that first meeting. And he talked for an hour and a half. I have never heard anyone talk for an hour and a half, sure. <laughs> but, but he did. And, and he went through every single step and he talked about how he worked it. And, and I have to say, I did not identify with him at all. He was, he was a low bottom drunk. He'd been on the streets of Detroit and, uh, and, and he, you know, he had a, a miraculous recovery, but, uh, and he was, and he was, basically a step Nazi. He was, he was very much in favor of the steps. And it, this was the only way. And I did not identify with him. Uh, it was, it was not my experience at all, but the steps took, I listened to that and I said, Oh, this, must be, this is what I'm looking for. This is the, this is, I have to, I have to work through this if I'm going to be able to, uh, to keep my weight off because as I said, I had lots of experience losing weight and gaining it back in. So so I, I embarked on the steps and and we talked about it as a group when we met every week and and you know, everybody was kind of scratching their heads. And I must admit that I did too. Uh and I, I read the stuff and and I found that I was skipping over things. So for example, I I Yes, I could admit that I was powerless over truth. I really didn't want to admit that my life had become unmanageable. That was, that was something that I, that I really, no, I, I, no, I, I wanted to stay in control, but I went, I, I, wanted to be powerless over truth and stay in control. And, and then I read the second step as believing in God. You have to believe in God. And I said, well, okay, I grew up believing in God and, and and had this kind of middle-class life where I was going to church all the time and singing in the choir and doing stuff like that. And so I guess I worked step two. And I missed the whole part about coming to believe that the power of myself could restore me to sanity. and And then I got to step three, and I said, okay, all right. Well, so when I was in high school, I went to this church camp, and, and we had this kind of altar call at the church camp, and you were supposed to commit your life to Jesus Christ. And I went down and, and answered the altar call. So I guess I've done step three. So, so now I should work on the inventory. And then I couldn't figure out why why the inventory wasn't working for me, why, why I couldn't, couldn't get it done. Uh, and it was, there were lots of problems with it, but one of them was they kept talking about resentments. And I didn't think I had any resentments. In fact, once I eventually did get my inventory done, which was after I had moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, I, I, I gave it away and I told the, the priest who heard, who heard, uh, uh, Fifth Steps anonymously, Uh, I used this Hazleton form to do the Fifth Step, and and I got to listing my resentments. And I said, well, I don't have any. And the kind priest just looked at me and said, don't you resent your parents, maybe just a little? (laughs) And I started to cry. And I thought, oh, I haven't done it right. Well, yes, I have. I had done it right because we really can't do it wrong in no way. What we can do is, is, is we can, uh, learn from what we've done and, and move on. And I, and I did that. I learned from, from what I had done and I moved on. And in fact, I did work a third step. I, I did get to a point where my life was really unmanageable. And I didn't know how to handle it. And I, I finally, I was walking along and I finally just kind of called out and fortunately nobody around to hear me except God, you know, like in all likelihood. Okay, God, you take it. I, I cannot do this anymore. And right after that, I went to an OA meeting and I shared about that experience and some OA people came up to me and said, you know, you can't be alone the rest of today. You need to be with with other OA people, and they took me off and 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 shared with me uh, for an entire day. and And I don't remember anything that they told me, to be honest. But but all I remember was that suddenly it was okay to write my inventory. I did, and and I did keep growing. As, as I went along, I, I moved a few more times, and I moved to Washington D.C. at one point, and met Stacy <laughs> in Washington. We, we went to the same OA meeting in, in Washington D.C. and had had a great time uh, interacting with each other. Thank you. And and the and I uh, I ended up in 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 Southern California, and I I was. Uh, I was actually living in Valley in Northridge, uh, for, for quite a while. And, uh, I got involved in, in OA there and, and I went to a bunch of different meetings and, and, and I was kind of rolling along and, and, and I got involved and was volunteering to do service. And one of the things I volunteered for was the, the marathon and retreat committee. And, you know, I had really never been to OA retreats before, but, uh, uh, but I had to go because I was on the committee. And, and I went to this one, this one retreat up in, up in the Holy Family, uh, retreat center in in, in Encino. And, and I came away from that meeting saying, you know what? My OA program is doing okay, but I need another program. And, and, and that second program became a third program. And, and I, what I realized was, was that I was not only a compulsive eater, but I also had family of origin issues and I was also sexually anorexic. And, and, and that explained a lot actually, explained a lot of, of, why I felt so bad about myself all the time, and why I was scared of being in relationships with other people, and I also had to come out as gay. That that was that was hard, but but I did eventually. And and it's interesting because one of my one of my inventories, I gave I went to my regular Saturday morning meeting. I've always gone to a Saturday morning meeting. And, and, and I went to the meeting and I said, hey, I finished this inventory. Would, would somebody, uh, hear my fifth step for me? And this little lady at the meeting said, oh, I'll hear your fifth step. <laughs> she was like, just the wrong person <laughs> that, that, I, that I would want. The one person at the meeting, I wouldn't want to hear my fifth step, but, but, but she said, I said, okay. And we arranged to meet in my car in a parking lot. And, and we sat there and I gave my desk to her and I told her I thought I might be gay and she didn't blink an eye. She just kept listening and, and kept affirming me. And, uh, and I was able to get enough courage from doing these kinds of things to keep moving on and keep discovering new stuff about myself. And and you know, the other the other fellowships worked and they helped. And it, it as it came down to it, I I figured out that OA is actually my first my first fellowship. I am still a compulsive overeater. I still have uh I still love food. Um I have to manage my own food on a daily basis or I don't do all that well. And eventually, what happened was and this is fairly recent. I, I ended up uh, uh, going to the doctor, and, and the doctor did blood tests and said, "You know what? That, that pre-diabetes you've you, you converted to being diabetic now." And and I I ended up I said, "Okay, you know, the doctors have told me over time that probably this was going to happen as so I got older." And he said, "I'm not going to put you on medication. What you can do is is you can uh, change how you eat, or you can lose weight. And 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 we'll see how, we'll see what happens. We'll see we'll see how your blood numbers go. And and so uh, I decided that I was going to manage my food better. Uh, I have I didn't really change how I ate." But I did start watching calories to a greater extent. And I have a sponsee who 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 recommended an app that I am not this is not I am not recommending this app, but working for me. Just to, to, to let you know that, that that's helping in terms of being able to manage manage how much I eat on a daily basis. And I send my food to my sponsor and he sends his food to me and 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 so I I get to be I get to be more honest. Thank you. I get to be more honest, and and I I I end up being uh a I end up I end up uh I've end up losing some weight. I I I was up uh, at one of my higher peaks, and uh, uh, I don't put myself on the scale except the doctor's office. And that's to keep me from getting crazy about it. And the last time I was on the scale at the doctor's office, I was down 14 pounds. And I think I'm down a little more now. And, and I will, I put my weight into God's hands because, because I really can't control it. It is, it is not my, not mine to control. I know I well I can control what I put in my mouth I can manage what I put in my mouth I can't really control it I I like food too much uh but but I can but I can keep track of it and and look and see what's happening in my life and I can keep turning my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand God which I do every morning and I I have meditation and I I like to pray for other people. If I know that there are people who are suffering, I I will pray for them. Uh, that's not in the big book. And the big book says that we should turn our we should take care of ourselves and turn our own will and our lives over to God. But uh, but it feels good to me to be able to reach out to other people and to have them and and, and to bring them into my life in the morning and and bless them and 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 let them go and and especially if I'm in trouble with people, I've got a business relationship right now that's very fraught and and i'm i I'm having to i i i my sponsor suggested I write about it, and I did, and I gave it to him, and he said, "Oh this is pretty awful you <laughs> this is this is this is really tough for you bill i I can appreciate why wow, you're having trouble with it Um uh, but uh, but I've been praying for this this person that I'm in this fraught relationship with, um, and it, I it's hard. I don't mean it when I do it, but I do it, and and bit by bit, uh, it gets better. And I, and you know, if I have one message to leave with you, it's after after 44 years of of imperfect recovery. Um, I'm still here, and I'm coming back a day at a time, and and it does get better, and has gotten better, and and I I, I think if you were to try this, uh, these kinds of outcomes would happen for you too. So thank you for letting me share tonight.